Hello, you are listening to Bittersweet Ramblings. It's a podcast that has a name, Bittersweet Ramblings, because I I gave up when naming it, and that was closest to not sucking. Anyway, today I am going to take a look at the movie 101 Dalmatians and the desperation of a woman who is trying to stop her school friend from drifting into the horrors of animal hoarding. So let's get started. So who is Cruella DeVille? She's a fashion icon. She was a woman who was able to support herself in a time when that could be really difficult. She was someone who was a willing and able to go out of her way to stay in contact and watch out for a former classmate. Even if that former classmate was, you know, a bit on the dull side, but meant well. And what happened? Her, her efforts to save her classmate were not only not appreciated, but were vilified in the film and in a mean-spirited little jaunty tune that the, you know, husband of her school friend wrote and then had published and uh, made a bunch of money from. Cruella was doing quite well for herself. She had a love of fashion. She had that innate sense of style and a spectacular car. That car was pretty amazing. Cruella goes out of her way to pop in and check on her former classmate to see, you know, how she's doing. You know, the this is a former classmate who got married in what was basically a church that was empty except for the officiant and a couple of dogs. So as pretty as she's painted, there's clearly something a little off there. And this, you know, what does she see when she gets there? She sees a schoolmate who doesn't have a job, but is consumed with running around trying to keep up with this sort of ramshackle townhouse with the aid of a nanny. And then she's got a new husband who's, you know, a failed composer. He has no steady income. He's, he's basically a gig worker with no gigs. And the husband, Jacques of all shocks, doesn't like Cruella and spends a bunch of time up in the attic playing instruments, beating on the ceiling, and yelling. What does Cruella do? She sees her classmate setting herself up to live in a dog hoarding situation. They already have two dogs in this house and a bunch of puppies coming due and and they want to keep them all because they love them. No, they are trying to either start a puppy mill or they are hoarders. And based on the state of that house, they are hoarders. Hey, if you love your puppies, if you love your dogs, you get them into decent homes and you make sure that they're spayed and neutered. And there was stuff all over that house. There were books and papers and all of this. And both the wife and the nanny are running around cleaning everything. And there's still junk all over the place. And they managed to shove the instruments and all his other junk upstairs in that attic, which that looked like a mess. And, and so now, in addition to having just a junker of a house they're gonna get a bunch of puppies yeah what could go wrong there's no health hazards waiting to happen there these two who have basically no income 
they somehow have a housekeeper and, and the housekeeper's called Nanny. No, she is the nanny. They are full grown adults who apparently need a nanny. They don't have kids. Do they really need a nanny? Or was the nanny sort of appointed to them to watch over them due to the hoarding issues? Sort of like a, a state mandated, someone needs to stay with these people, they really can't be alone. And it looks like that house was inherited. They don't seem to have any family at that wedding. It was just them, again, the officiants, and the dogs. Like, were the dogs the witnesses? Because the nanny wasn't there. There wasn't anyone else there. It was just the dogs. Was there a relative who didn't approve of or go to the wedding, but they realized that, you know, these two are going to need someone to watch over them and clean up the place? Because they don't want the place to go full, like, gray gardens on them. Because it's easier to have someone take care of the upkeep now rather than just have it fall into complete and utter disrepair. And I don't care how cheerful or into cleaning the nanny was, or even how into pets the nanny was. Having that many dogs in a house that has carpet all over the place would break you. Oh, oh great. F five of the puppies had accidents on the rug in the last five minutes. I'll just, I'll just clean that right up. The puppies are still learning. They're all just still learning. So many of them who are still learning potting training. It's great. There are pictures all over the walls in this house. And all of the pictures are of dogs. Like all the pictures you can see, it's dogs. It's not even Dalmatians, so it's not even necessarily their dogs. How many pictures of dogs do you need in one house? You know, maybe some editing of the collection or maybe adding in a few pictures of, you know, not dogs would be beneficial. The dogs clearly aren't all theirs. So are they just running around taking pictures of random dogs and hanging them up? I mean, the husband seems pretty manic. So it wouldn't be a far off guess to assume that he was maybe a little too into the dog pictures let alone, again, screaming and playing instruments from the attic when she had company. And of course, the wife thinks it's charming and, and cute. It's charming and cute the first couple of times it happens, and then it starts to get real old real fast. So what happens when Corella comes? Corella looks around the place and sees walls covered in dog pictures. And she identifies the problem right away. Again, she's self-supporting. Now, it looks like she made a mistake taking in every sort of half-witted henchman there. But it was probably sort of a pity thing. Corella comes in. She realizes, right now, these people don't need more dogs. And she's not even that close to them. She just comes in and sees a problem and what needs to be done and tries to figure out how to get it done. She's at their house, there's stuff all over the place, and they're like, oh, here, here, have some tea and some cupcakes. And the tea and cupcakes may look lovely on the screen, but can you imagine what that house looks like? Because if it looks like a mess, I'm kind of questioning what it smells like. The guy living there 
for years lived there as a bachelor and there were newspapers and dishes and trash and no doubt pet hair everywhere. And then, yes, the, the wife and the nanny moved in and cleaned, but those smells don't just magically disappear. And now they want you to have some food that was prepared in God knows what kind of mess in that kitchen. You can't turn it down because they would be hurt. You can't chuck it down because who knows what was growing in those cups a week ago. So, you know, you're just kind of, oh, here, I was smoking my cigar and accidentally dropped some ashes into the cup of tea and on the cupcakes. And damn it, those look good. Guess I can't eat them now. <laughs> that, that is what you call a crisis averted. Because when you go to visit someone, you can't tell them that their house smells like a thousand rats crawled into the walls and died. And that the smell of the decaying carcasses from those rats is putting you off tea and crumpets right now. Thank you very much. Oh, people, people take offense when you say things like that. What does she do? She comes with, with a creative and polite thing to do and just, you know, accidentally dump some ashes in the crap that they handed to her. That is clear thinking. And then, when the puppies are born, she tries to give them money for the 15 puppies they think they're going to keep in this tiny little shack. Because they need the money, and they clearly do not have the space for that many dogs. And what happens? The dog hoarder husband refuses and kicks her out. All the while, the codependent wife is just cheering him on. The nanny not helping either. Does that stop Cruella from trying to help a down-on-her-luck school chum who doesn't want to be helped? No. No, it doesn't. She keeps going. She can't force them to take the money. But she goes out of her way to hire some assistants to get the puppies out of the house so that they can get back on track. The smell of the urine from that place must fill the block. It must, like... People would have to wear gas masks. People for miles would ask if there's a pneumonia factory nearby. And the amount of dog hair from the two adult dogs must just be coating the place. Plus Dalmatians shed like mad. They shed a lot. And their hair is like really stiff and difficult to vacuum. I, I cannot begin to imagine the amount of hair that is coating that place. They have carpets everywhere and and it, it it must be a coating like a its own sort of layer or rug of dog hair on everything and these dogs are dalmatians so you really need to train them because all dogs require training but dalmatians really need it they are high strung they are hyperactive they need to run around all the time if they get bored they start ripping things apart. They shred couches and chairs. It does not look like this couple have either the time, the room, or the ability to train these dogs. Additionally, some Dalmatians get really aggressive if they're not trained well. So you're gonna have a bunch of mean dogs shedding all over the place, attacking each other, getting into packs, and they're all centered in like one place. The odds are not in their favor. Let alone the fact that then they take in a, what, full 101 of the damn things? 
I mean, there would be packs of Dalmatians all over the place. Oh, we're going to move to the country. We're going to move to the country so that, what, you can have just huge packs of them? Are they getting them spayed? Are they getting them neutered? Because all of a sudden, the house in the country is going to solve everything. No, it's going to be packs of wild Dalmatians running down other animals and small children. Seeing white with black spots is going to become a warning sign in that neighborhood. Instead of like red or yellow, you'll see white with black spots and you'll know to like quickly get in the house and lock the door. I can see it now, just a sea of barking, howling, fast-moving Dalmatians just running down an old guy on his lawnmower. He's trying to mow the grass by the road when this raging horde of white with black spots comes sweeping towards him as he desperately tries to drive faster into the garage to close the door. And some of them would probably be wearing those sort of red plastic fire hats and some sort of sick, twisted mockery of the traditional firehouse dogs. Now, when it came to Criella and the fur coat thing, yeah, she was she was probably a tiny bit overly obsessed with the furs, but that was her profession. She may have gone to extremes, but she's also desperate to keep her school friend from ending up on animal hoarders. And in the movie, it was difficult to see because it was animated. But in the conditions that these puppies were born into, because a bunch of them came from puppy mills and pet stores, how many of those Dalmatians were actually happy or able to live without pain and suffering? Cruella was willing to do what needed to be done to deal with the suffering that, that so many other people would turn their heads away from. She's willing to look at what's best for these dogs in the long run. And then she doesn't want their deaths to go to waste. She wants to memorialize them with a coat. One that she could wear when she needed to remember what happened. When people fall in love with the idea of pets, but don't have the follow through to care for them. This entire movie was clearly a case of what can happen if you try to do for others what they can't do for themselves. All she did was try to stop this vile pet horde from taking place. And what did she get in return? Her name, her car, and herself dragged through the mud. Not only did her schoolmate have 17 dogs running her house, but they take in 101. This entire family was dead set on keeping a pack of white and black spotted hellhounds, which no doubt ended up destroying the neighborhood, ravaging little bands of them. You'll, you'll hear this cheerful little tale. Oh, we took in all the puppies, but you don't see the aftermath or the effects on the house, the land, the owners, or the dogs themselves. This is truly a tale of terror. I don't understand how anyone could not appreciate the effort she put in to trying to stop this from happening. I want to be clear that this post was definitely not sponsored by my cats, Ding and Dong. As is the case with cats, they would not taunt the neighbor's dogs. They would not taunt any dogs. The dogs were clearly asking for it. And I'm definitely not infected with that little brain parasite from the cats that causes people to, you know, take more risk or do other stupid shit to entertain cats everywhere and just relieve their chronic state of boredom. No, I am saying all of this of my own free will. 
and without any sort of parasitic mine alterations taking place. If you will excuse me, I need to go fluff the pillows on their thrones and bow to them a few times. It helps them relax before bedtime. So next week, I will be talking about something different. It will probably be mover related. Have a good night.